listen to Melanated Mom's podcast because she has something to say. Oh, yeah. I'm a melanated mom, working hard as can be. I show up for my children while showing up for me. I'm a melanated, melanated, melanated mom. Hey, mamas. How's everybody doing today? Welcome back to another edition of the Melanated Mom Podcast, where we raise creative, innovative, and independent thinkers. But in the process, we do not forget about ourselves. We continue to remember how important we are and we make sure that we take care of ourselves as well. So I'm starting a new series, you guys. Um, I think there's going to be three parts to this series, maybe four. I'm going to try to make it four parts. Um, Today, I'm starting a series on transparent mommy moments. And who better to start with than my very own self (laughs) with all my moments that I have to share with you guys. I have so many moments. Um, I'm working in the moment right now off of no notes, off of no outline, off of pure emotion, because I feel that's the best way to share a transparent story. So before I hop into recording the episode for you, I have a few things, a few housekeeping things that I have to take care of. First, I would like to ask you, have you rated the podcast? Have you? If you have not rated the podcast, I would definitely appreciate you rating the podcast. Now, as I've said before, I know that you can rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And that's where my knowing of you being able to rate the podcast stops. (laughs) I don't know all the other avenues that you can rate it on. But if you are an Apple head, like I am an Apple head, you can go to the Apple podcast app. And there is a place there that you can find where you can rate, review and subscribe to my podcast. I would really appreciate if you did that. Also, sharing a podcast with a friend. There is something that I have said in one of these podcasts that would help one of your friends. You can simply send them a text message with the attachment or you can share it on your social media platform. If you share it in your IG stories, please tag me so that I know that you are sharing it with others. Appreciate you guys. So I also said that I was going to start reading reviews of people that have left me reviews because I looked at my reviews last week and I was like, oh, I'm famous. That's my favorite word, you guys. I'm famous. My fam- my favorite phrase. <laughs> I have so many good reviews. So I said, I need to start really sharing these reviews. So the one that I'm sharing today is from Angel Baby 19. I know who this is. Hey, Angel. Hey, Miss Mermaid. And the title that she has is Firstly, with exclamation points. How can you not listen after the bomb intro vocals? Her elegant and articulate voice is attention capturing and engaging. The transparency is amazing and I'm happy to learn and share in her journey. So wasn't that fitting that it was about transparency since I'm about to spill all the tea. And I always say I have no tea to spill because if this is going to help anybody get further in their parenting journey or in their walk as a mom or in their walk just as a woman like I'm here for it I'm here to share all the stories so I'm gonna hop into my transparent mommy moment 
And guess what, guys? This is like happening in real time. Like I just like had this moment in my household <laughs> and it felt perfect to talk about. I was going to talk about a completely different moment. Um, but this moment feels so perfect. So if you listen to the podcast <clears throat> on any normal basis, you know that I am the mother of three amazing humans. Love these humans to death. To life, I should say. I hate to hear to death, <laughs> but love them so much. Um, I am struggling with some decisions about the education of my children and one child in particular that I'm struggling with. How many of you guys know that this is not a cookie cutter journey? Like you don't get three kids and get to educate them all in the same way. Or you don't get three kids and get to discipline. That's, uh, I got that in air quotes because discipline to me looks more like encouragement and um, positive things more than uh, discipline. But um, you don't get to do that. Like everybody receives information differently. So learning what works for this child and what may not work for that child how many of y'all know that that's work? Like that's a full-time job right there. And I happen to have a job. (laughs) So doing that and then trying to figure out like what specifically works for each individual in my home is like work on top of work on top of work. And so I'm always feeling like I'm trying to figure out how I can help to mold each person into the person that they are supposed to be. Um, How I can lead them to their destiny. And it's not always easy for me. So I am having a lot of struggles with my middle child as far as education goes. So let me rewind you back to the beginning. (laughs) So he has a very late birthday um, that almost meets the cutoff for the next grade. You know how like if your birthday falls like after September, then you have to like stay back a year or whatever, however they measure like where you're supposed to be. Well, his birthday falls so late in August that he could have either stayed in, we'll start with preschool, stayed in preschool or went to kindergarten. So my decision was to have him go to kindergarten, reluctantly decided that he should go to kindergarten. I am regretting every moment of that decision like he should have did two years of preschool and then we should have just moved forward at that point so now we are getting to the point where fourth grade is the next thing on the chopping block and I just don't feel like he's ready but I'm also having like a series of mini heart attacks (laughs) thinking about holding him back in third grade Now, the thoughts that just came to me today um, when we were working on a few things is that maybe because of COVID and the way that school is going to be set up next year, holding him back wouldn't be such a bad thing. Like it wouldn't, I don't think it would affect him in the way it would affect him if he was actually going to be in school, which I have no idea. Let me be honest. I don't know if he's going to be in school or not. I don't even know what's happening. But um, maybe it would have a different effect um, not seeing all the people that you were with moving forward while you're staying back. I'm kind of thinking it might have a different effect. But 
I'm not going to do anything concerning this until I talk to him. Um, because I think it's very important emotionally and self-esteem wise that he feels comfortable with this as well. I'm seeing a lot of gaps. Um, and I'm just thinking that another year of third grade would be perfect. Like it would catch him up to where he needed to be. And, and a lot of it is, um, maturity wise. Um, how many of you know that when you haven't matured into a certain season, even as an adult, that it's hard to move forward. So my benefit would be that he would grow up a little bit um, mentally, and then that would help him grow up in the things that he needed to learn in school. So I'm on the struggle bus, you guys. Um, we worry about our children's emotions. Um, we always always worry about how something is going to make them feel or how um, maybe other people will make them feel about what they did. Because, of course, when you go to school, Everybody knows that you're with them, right? That you were supposed to be in fourth grade, but now you're in third grade again. So what are those kids saying to him? How is that affecting his self-esteem? Let me tell you something, though. Over here in the Wilson house, the Wilson gang, are we all about positive affirmations every single day about who you are and who you show up as? So that will be going on anyway. But then how does he process that on his own with his peers? So I'm thinking about all that stuff thinking about how that's going to affect him, thinking about how it's going to affect our family. But when I sit down to work with him, I see the huge gaps. I see the frustration. I see how um, it would probably just be better if he was on the older end of third grade. So I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm not perfect. I don't have all the answers. I will say that in preschool that I was one of the only people in my family because I have this bad habit of needing to get everybody else's opinion on what I'm going to do. And that's a bad habit because as a mom, we are very intuitive. Like we see things that other people don't see about our own children. So yes, this is something that I definitely needed to discuss with my husband, but did I need to bring my whole family into it? Probably not, because it made me do a lot of second guessing about the things that I wanted to do. Um, my husband didn't happen to think that he needed to repeat another year of preschool either. So while I was going through those moments, I was second guessing myself because everybody was saying, no, he doesn't need to do that. And y'all, I knew what he needed to do. Like, I was on top of it. I was aware of the fact that he needed to do a certain thing. Not to mention that I, I'm not a teacher, but I work in classrooms almost every single day. And so I see the rate that kids are growing at. I see the things um, that they should be doing at a certain age. I see how when kids do fall on the younger end of the spectrum, how that affects them in the classroom. So I wish I would have listened to my first mind. But I'm here to tell you that I didn't and I'm not perfect and I don't now I'm figuring out how to correct that in a sense. Um, and maybe, you know, it doesn't even need to be corrected. Maybe corrected is the wrong word. So as I'm having this episode with you, I am processing through a ton of emotions and I can't even tell you how sad it makes me. I have a lot of anxiety about him not 
catching on or him not being able to understand when it looks like some of the basic things that he should be getting at this point that he's not getting. And I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help him. I've gone through a gamut of things, um, essentially since he was born, like trying to figure out different things that would help him. Um, because I did like notice some things in the beginning that might not have seemed right, seem right. So I got him tested for ADHD. That was at the recommendation of a teacher. Um, they said that he didn't have ADHD, but sometimes I'm not even sure if he does or he doesn't. And then if he does like, okay, so that's something that we need to learn how to work with. Um, because if that's just part of who you are, then we have to just learn how to work around that. I mean, you still have to figure out how you can show up every day and do the things that everybody else is doing, but in the way that most benefits you. So I'm confused. <laughs> I'm completely confused. I'm looking at it from a point of view um, that I have always been like very good at studying. I have always enjoyed school. I have always enjoyed learning. And now I'm trying to work with someone who doesn't enjoy those things like I enjoy them. So I'm trying to figure out how I can best meet his need by being encouraging. And how many of you know that our language and the way that we speak to people is everything. So it would um, be very dismissive of me to say that you aren't focusing and you're not paying attention. So that's why you're not understanding that. Because that may not be the case. I'm not in his head. I don't know if it's just because he's not paying attention. But for me, it seems like he's just not grasping the information um, the way that he needs to grasp it. So I am working through and processing through what I'm going to do. And I'm showing up as my whole imperfect, anxious self <laughs> trying to figure that out. So this is a moment in my life, guys, that I just... Don't know how I'm going to get it right, per se, you know, right in um, my little air quotes, because what's right for one family or right for one child is not going to be right for everyone else. So basically, this is me encouraging you in your journey. And I want to normalize the fact that we are not perfect and that in our imperfections, we still need to experience joy. We still need to learn how to work best for our families and our situations, even if that doesn't look like what somebody else has going on. My favorite thing to say is eyes down and um, on your own test paper. Like stop looking around at what everybody else is doing. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I look around at what other people are doing and say, okay, so you're not at this stage yet. So something is wrong. And it doesn't necessarily have to be wrong. It's just different. So embrace the different. Go with what you feel is best. Do not ignore your intuition because it means something. It certainly means something. Um, in my situation, pray about everything. So, you know, we have, I think maybe like 20 days until school starts. Maybe not that even that many. I have no idea what the date is. So who knows? But um I have some hard decisions to make in these next days. So I'm going to be on my knees a lot. I'm going to be trusting myself a lot. And I'm going to be asking my son the questions because this is not my journey. This is his journey. So I want to make sure that he's very comfortable with whatever decisions we are making. 
So that is my transparent mommy moment. And I hope that this has helped somebody process through something, even if it's not a school-related issue, that it's helped you think about how to process through things that aren't working the way that you think that they should work. And so my prayer for you is that you have a very good week and I will talk to you all soon. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Melanated Mom podcast. Let's stay connected. Read my blogs over at melanatedmom.com. Stay connected with me on Facebook at melanated-mom, on IG at Melanated Mom Podcast, and my new Twitter account at Melanated Mom One. Talk to you soon.